Welcome, everybody, to the Assuminati podcast, the podcast that explores everyday topics with the assumption that a conspiracy may be at hand. I'm Brandon. I'm Bobby. I'm Matt. Let's do this. Okay, and we're live. How are we doing? Yeah, feeling fat and sassy. Wow. You got some fat energy and today. How there, Matt? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. It's a beautiful combination, guys. It's beautiful. Tons of caffeine coursing through my veins. Ready to rock. Halloween you? candy yeah. still on tap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sugar high. I, re- I cleaned up the wrappers off my desk from today's consumption of Halloween candy. Oh, yeah. yeah the watermelon sugar high. Wow. I just want to know why a fun size candy bar, you can eat like 10 of them. And think nothing of it, but eating one full-size candy bar, if you ate two of them, you, that would be like gluttony. But yeah, fun-size is exempt from all the rules. Maybe there's a conspiracy They know what they're there. doing. They know what they're doing. You got they that know. right. Yeah, just like one after another. I'm having they fun. They got us. It's like popcorn. Oh, just pop them in your mouth. You know what I mean? Ooh, just keep going. Once you pop, you can't stop. Mm-hmm. As Brandon would say. Popcorn. Yes. Popcorn. You got popcorn, guys. <laughs> you guys don't some you popcorn? Know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just in the Midwest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. Excuse well, me. You well, you guys that's recuperating Canadian, right? from the, the, the time change that we talked about last week? Yeah. How about that? Yeah. How's everybody doing with the time lag, huh? Well, you know, my kids are Super just driving good. me nuts with this time change because. I'm not getting that extra hour of sleep because those little buggers are getting up at the same time they did before. Yeah, it's kind of messed up. Parenthood. It's dark at mm-hmm. night. Uh, Parenthood. It'll screw you over. It's dark at night. That's such a... Of course, it's dark at night, but uh, anyway. It's <laughs> dark on, in the Brandon. afternoon now. I'm surprised you guys didn't jump on me for that. Come on now. Keep me in check. Oh, it's so you dark at night, guys. So dark. dark. I was oh, born there he is. There's Bane. I thought, he, <laughs> I thought he'd make it a, an appearance in such a show, man. Well, but, I mean, by this time, we, we're past the midterms. The The commercials have gone away, hopefully, by now. Uh, hopefully. Non-stop onslaught of political ads. So it's back to the original ads where they talk about Bobby's home now in the Carolina area. I'm going to start seeing those Camp Lejeune. Camp I get Lejeune. a lot of no. spam emails about Camp Lejeune at least five times a day. Oh. I don't even so know the what commercials, that is. The commercials are going to return back to uh, if you, your grandparent, your parent, or anybody in the armed forces within your family ever served at Camp Lejeune and partook of the water from the year da-da-da to da-da-da, you may be entitled to a significant financial compensation. And oh man, they run these commercials nonstop, twenty four seven. So we're gonna be instead of political ads, you go right back to that. Wow! For those of you who watch TV, especially late at night, that uh, that might be a, a common one. Bobby, have you been to Camp Lejeune? Oh yeah, Camp but Lejeune's the... a little bit of a drive from me. In okay, Jacksonville, North Carolina. Right on. Hey, we'll stay away. Uh, it's about three hours from me. They're like right not, on the coast. If not, get a good lawyer, call one of those hotlines on the TV. You might be entitled to a significant, not Powerball level, if you guys saw that number, close to $2 yeah, billion on the I Powerball. I didn't win. Not quite that much, 
But but speaking of water, I think that's what we're going to tackle this week. We're going to talk water. You guys ready for that? Old Hold Agua, on. Let me H2O. take a sip of it. All right, me too. I'm with you. What are you sip. talking about? Oh, there <laughs> See what you did there. <laughs> now, water is a pretty hot topic, uh, especially for those of us who live west of the Mississippi or on the Mississippi, I guess, uh, experiencing droughts uh, that have lasted several years, decades in some cases. So water is a hot topic. Now, what we'll be talking about specifically is uh, we'll start in the southwest. Viva Las Vegas, Bobby and Matt. When's the last Viva time you've been down there? Las yeah. Vegas. <laughs> and not too far from Vegas, we're talking southern Nevada, northern Arizona area, is a, a large man-made body of water called Lake Mead. So what do we know about Lake Mead? What is this place? Well, Lake Mead is one of the largest constructed lakes in the world. It's on the border of Las Vegas, Nevada, and Arizona. And it was formed by damming the Colorado River. So and if you haven't been, you need to go. Oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah. There we go. And it's quite large. Um, it extends 115 miles upstream. And it's 1 to 10 miles wide, has a capacity of thirty, just over 31 million acre feet, with 550 miles of shoreline, a surface area of 229 square miles, and it was named after one Elwood Mead. Sure, Uncle Elwood. Uncle oh, Elwood. Yeah. yeah, maybe we're related. <laughs> maybe. Why don't you yeah, pull so out your uh, Ancestry.com thing and... Yeah, serious. We should get into Same. that. Um, yeah, so it's a significant body of water. At least it used to be. Yeah, uh, do you know it provides the, drinking water for over 25 million people? Wow. In a bunch of different states too, right? Yeah. 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 A few different states. A... Lake Mead's a pretty big thing for them. And power. Yeah. So power, water, recreation. There's millions and millions of dollars spent on recreation there. At least there used to be. <laughs> I keep hinting on yeah. where we're going here. Yeah. So right. we're, we're talking a significant man-made body of water, Colorado River, uh, and significant usage. This thing, it's a big deal to the people of that area and downstream, as you've, as you've mentioned, for drinking water, irrigation water, power. Well, if you were to visit Lake Mead now, it's a shell of itself, literally. It's down to almost a quarter full. Mm-hmm. Global warming. Say what you want about Al the, Gore. the reason. We're not, we're not here to talk about our, <laughs> our good buddy Al Gore here or the reasons why it's that low. That would be a completely different podcast. True. It's, it's a conspiracy. A, it's down that that much it's pretty significant it's pretty shocking to see i'm actually driving through there next week um yeah it, nice you should take it's some pictures scary. it's a little bit scary yeah it's it's low and so what we're talking about here lake mead down to a quarter full a lot of people in trouble here if that thing dries up <laughs> yeah <laughs> and not just the people that'll be thirsty so whatever do you mean people. by that brandon well they're starting to, to uh, as these waters recede, it's starting to reveal the past. 
so to speak, gentlemen. So what, what like have we my heard as it's receding? Hey, oh, okay. I don't know. But um, you can that's add up. Well, they're yeah. starting to find some crazy things in Lake Mead. One of yeah, which let's, was let's talk a B twenty nine. That B twenty nine. Yeah, just mysteriously lost. They found it. How do you um, lose a B twenty nine? They're quite large. Yeah, quite large. <laughs> um, they have found one of those aircraft. in Lake Mead since it's been starting to dry up. Wow. So they're finding airplanes. Golly. Uh, all sorts of shipwrecks. You'd be surprised how many boats have sank over the decades since it's been built. <laughs> so Some planes, trains, and automobiles probably. Planes, all of the above. Man, they're finding all sorts of relics and things. Uh, you name it. Watches, guns. Um, weapons, mass destruction, weapons, barrels. Weapons. Yeah, barrels. You're talking about what they found in May of this year. Okay, Bobby, lay it on us, man. They now we've talked about some of the things we found at the receding waters of Lake Mead. Hit us with yeah. it. Yeah, hey, I guess we should say, you know, before we get totally into these stories, um, a little disclaimer here that. Some of what we're talking about tonight is uh, a little bit morbid, and I know there's probably family members of people that have, you know, that you've lost people along the way, and and uh, you don't know where they ended up, and so, you know, just keep that in mind as we go through these these stories. This is in no way intended to be kind of crass or anything toward those families. Obviously, um, families were impacted here, so... Maybe we should just kind of get that out. So on May 1st, the remains of a decomposed human body was Ooh. found stuffed inside a corroded metal barrel. Um, Ooh, it was stuffed in like bad style. mud that the water had receded from. And <clears throat> the, the finding has all the makings of a, a gang hit. Um, police say the victim was shot in the head, execution style, crammed into the drum... Um, and this was historically a method for disposing of bodies by the mob. And clearly the killers had transported the barrel by boat several hundred yards out into the lake to dump in to what was then probably 100 feet deep of water. Mm. And wow. it sat there for a really long time. But they've, they've learned some things about this body that was in the barrel. One of the things I thought was really interesting is they were able to determine based on his clothing... Um, the potential time of death period. And they pinpointed that the clothes were purchased from a Kmart discount store um, in the mid to late 1970s. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, I think I've Not... been completely desensitized from all my true crime <laughs> podcasts listening. Maybe. That's what makes this so interesting. It's uh, these unsolved mysteries that are being unearthed. Or yeah, decades-old mysteries yeah. are going to come to light all because the world's largest man-made lake is drying up. Like, who would have thought, like, I'm going to hide something in the bottom of this lake 100 feet deep of water that it's going to be discovered because the lake started to dry up. That's true. Yeah, you'd... If it's man-made, it can be man-unmade. Oh, I'm just saying. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's deep. Yeah. <laughs> that is deep. Not like Lake Mead. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. And you can look it up on the Google machines that you have at home. You can see satellite images of this 
uh, yeah. receding water shoreline. I mean, it, it's pretty rapid. It's pretty shocking. All sorts of things are being revealed, but Lake Powell is right there with it, not too far from it, a little bit northeast of, of Lake Mead. Uh, I remember Powell's seeing pictures of, of that just recently things. where you can totally see the shelf, you know, of where yeah. the water line was for a long time. It's yeah, crazy it's how nuts. much that's dropped. Revealing all sorts of things. And like Robert mentioned, or Bobby mentioned, we've got people <laughs> that are at the bottom of these bodies of water. Uh, yeah, Scream's yeah. mob hit, right? We're talking yeah. 60s, 70s, 80s. Uh, mob ran yeah. Las Vegas. I mean, that's always been the rumor, right? Yeah, so do you guys know much about the Las Vegas mob? No. Nope. mobs? No. I don't know. If I, if, I feel like if I say Las Vegas mob three times, they're going to just like appear, and I will disappear. So I, I don't it's, know. It's like hey, a don't genie. Say it. Like if you rub the bottle, yeah, show up. I'm not looking um, forward to cement shoes, man. I don't want a pair red of rum, cement shoes. Red that, rum. that wouldn't be good. Yeah. yeah, but it's believed that there were several mobster families that were operating in Las Vegas um, from the time Las Vegas really started until, I don't know, 1980s, 1990s. It's a clean town now, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so clean. But a lot of them, these families came from Chicago, New York area, and mobs in, like, Chicago, like, that was territory. They would fight over it, everything. But Las Vegas was determined to be, hey, there's enough for us all to share here. And so there was multiple mob families that operated their own casinos and hotels and things like that. And... They really supposedly didn't fight in Las Vegas for territory like they did in these other cities. Um, yeah. But one of the most violent periods for the mob in Las Vegas was in the 1970s and early 1980s. Yeah, this is some heavy stuff. As of uh, a recent article that just came out within the last few weeks, they found their official full set of body uh, of human remains. I think that's a that's a weird way to say it. They found the sixth official human remains within Lake Mead. Yeah, just since um, May of this year. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. I wonder and they how found many other, more they'll find. And they found other signs and, and relics of other potential losses of life, but um, these are full full human remain findings. Now some of these, they, they have. have identified the remains and determined they were people that had drowned and they weren't able to right. recover the bodies. Right. Some of the bodies found, they still don't know who they were or, or when they were put in the lake. Um, but there's some mm. theories on this body that was in the barrel. Um, a, a blog, um, well, I don't know if they're a blog or what, but the mobmuseum.org, they've done some digging into, and they've narrowed it down to what they believe is three different suspects um, that were in that, that barrel based on things they know about what was going on at the time. And it's really interesting. And if you Google the Mob Museum and, you know, the Lake Mead, you, you can read into this a little bit more. But they narrowed it down to three people who um, had issues with the mob at the time. But the one that they most likely believe it to be was... Uh, Hold on, let me get to it. Uh, is a guy named Johnny Pappas. 
Um, they believe he was the leading candidate for the the barrel in there. And again, hmm. he hasn't been identified as such. Um, but a longtime Las Vegas journalist, John L. Smith, knew this guy as a child. And he worked for the casino industry. Um, he worked for the Castaways, the Las Vegas Hilton, Caesars Palace. And by the mid-70s, Pappas was managing Lake Mead's Echo Bay Resort, um, their Teamster Central States Pension Fund. Um, had financed the project. Ooh. And Goes back to those Teamsters. Just saying. Yeah, those Teamsters. Now, that Echo Bay Resort is now closed, um, but it was a hotel and a boat launch on Lake Mead. Um, Pappas also owned a, a boat that he docked at Lake Mead. But on the day that he disappeared, he told his wife he was going to JoJo's restaurant on Las Vegas Boulevard to meet someone about that was interested in buying his boat. That was the last time he was ever seen. Um, four days later, his car was spotted in the parking lot of Circus Circus, um, which is a very family-friendly place. You should yeah, check still it there. out. Still there. Yeah, still yeah. there. Um, no trace of him. Um, but the the reason that they, they think it was probably him is they had identified that he was like skimming off of the mob a little bit like because one of their schemes was trying to hide earnings from the irs and they believe he kept a little bit too much um so anyway didn't, so that's who they they believe it probably was didn't his family member disappear too so it was um, both the mamas and the papas stop it it might that's, have been one of his family that's like the, the next the level mamas and the yes. papas next level Matt, you, you've got. I'm sorry. You've got it. My man. bad. Yeah. Well, you carry on, Robert. That's sad. I mean, sad for the Papa's family, right? Yeah. And yeah. the Mama's family. Yeah. It was a catchy name. Got to give it to him. Papa's. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, they did some deep digging to see who they thought it might be. Um, but out of the three people, they 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 really think it was probably Johnny Papa's. Will we ever find that out? Who knows. Um, I'm not sure if he had, they had dental records from back then or any yeah, the things tough, they could right? do with DNA nowadays <laughs> and familial DNA. Maybe they'll track it through like a family member. Or Maybe. Mm-hmm. Sure Crazy. is suspicious finding human remains in a barrel. I mean, that's that, it's pretty obvious what happened there. Um, just don't know who and don't know. The exact details behind it. Who was crazy? Yeah. So, will we find more barrels in the middle of the, Lake Mead? The rate that they're finding them, Maybe. yeah. I think the answer is absolutely. I, they just keep finding more. Yeah. One of the interesting things I read though is dropping a barrel in the middle of the lake. Um, I read an article uh, that they had interviewed someone who had previously had mob ties, and he was like, "Yeah, we wouldn't normally throw it in the lake. We'd go out in the desert and bury them." Yeah. Right. Yeah, it makes better sense. Yeah. Yeah, true. But it's thought that the, the reason why this one was in the lake, if and if it was that Johnny Pappas, is because they lured him, because they're mad at him, right, um, with the condition that he's going to show someone his boat to sell it. They take him out on his boat, kill him, throw him in the barrel, and drop him off of his own boat in in the middle of the lake, and then take the boat back and dock it. Yep, sounds uh, 
all sorts of shenanigans. The water, the water going away. And it's not, like I mentioned, it's not just Lake Mead. We've got Lake Powell. They're finding all sorts of, not, not necessarily bodies, but again, relics, boats, cars. And one body of water that I never would have expected to recede was the, is the Mississippi River. The Mississippi what? River the Mississippi's is receding. There's the portions that are at an all-time low. If you've ever Huckleberry driven across Finn that, Finn and Tom Sawyer would roll in their graves. <laughs> sure if you've would. ever driven across the old man, uh, it, it's a mile wide in some cases. It takes a while to get over some of these bridges. It's it's a massive, massive river. Sure and is. they have, as of just this last week, there's articles that you can look up. They're finding entire casino boats. Not Crazy. that they're all, all of a sudden revealed, but they, uh, they've they been completely uncovered, and and they're able to, I mean, you, you know those river boats, they're pretty big, and, and all mm-hmm. of a sudden you can see them, and oh man, think about a lot how much of water had to, to go away. a casino boat. <laughs> eh, there you go. <laughs> With the chips. Yeah, so yeah. that's kind of crazy. I mean, the Army Corps of Engineers, uh, I think they proposed just a few years ago, well, let's somehow pipe water from the Mississippi over to Lake Mead and Lake Powell so that we can save the Southwest. Well, now what are you going to do if the, if the Mississippi right. goes, goes dry too or, or recedes enough? Anyway, there's all sorts of water issues happening in this historic, historic mega drought, as they're calling it. Well, it's going to rain this weekend quite a bit here. Oh, good. That'll we're, fill it we're up. We're predicting another tropical um, storm. So I'll be wet. A little wet behind the ears, Robert. Robert? Uh, here's a fun quote of, of someone. So a local fisherman, Freddie Ramos, he told NBC um, that he was thinking of giving up on the lake. He says, I haven't got any fish, and everywhere I go, there's bodies. Wow. That's what? sad. Yeah. I mean, so that was after they lot. discovered, I think, like the the fourth or fifth body that they interviewed him. So what does that tell you? Huh. Don't go fishing at Lake Mead right now. <laughs> or well, do, there's some I other. Guess, if you're into that, do, <laughs> so there are some other statistics about Lake Mead. Um, okay, so between 2007. And last year, 101 people had drowned at Lake Mead. And wow. that number surpassed any other cause of death at Lake Mead was drownings. Now, the information I found doesn't say how many of those people that drowned, they recovered their bodies. But I, I bet a good number of those, when they drowned, like if you drown in a lake that's 100 feet deep, like recovering the body. It's tough. You know, yeah. it could be a little bit harder. So some of these bodies they found are likely people that either fell overboard, their wife pushed them overboard, um, they were hidden by the mob in a barrel. Um, so yeah, the wife's lots more of likely. secrets. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, my, my wife keeps telling me, she's like, she, she has plans. So if I go missing, everyone that's a listener to this podcast, just know Laura Check did it. Mead. Like if <laughs> I die, Laura did go. it. Chip Camp Lejeune. Yeah. <laughs> the Outer Banks. <laughs> the Outer Banks. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'll be the one buried somewhere else. So. Well, so if you hid something in Lake Mead or the Mississippi or Lake Powell 
you should be praying for rain. <laughs> because your secrets are about to be exposed. You might need to go recover it. Whatever. Well, you know what I find interesting? Um, so the Great Salt Lake is also drying up. It's and true. I'm shocked they haven't found <laughs> any bodies in there. Well, because the bodies uh, float out there. They float. That's yeah. true. Yeah. But you're right. That's, That's a horrible sure place to, be, to, to, <laughs> to try and hide a body. Nobody ever See, said the monster. See, that's why I get caught, because I'd be throwing my, <laughs> my dead bodies out in you the You just got to use concrete shoes or something. Why are corpses so buoyant? Because I ain't dead yet. The boss ain't going to like this. I'm the boss. Do you like it? No. Have better luck at somebody's pool, I think, than the Great Salt Lake. But, for uh, real. All right, well, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, we'll see. See you next week. Hey, thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Assuminati Podcast. Remember, you can find us on all of your favorite podcast streaming services. Be sure to hit that like button. We recommend subscribing with notifications so you don't miss an episode. And be sure, of course, to share with your friends. We'd also love to interact with you on social media as we post and prepare for our weekly episodes. Until next time on the Assuminati podcast. Are we going to cackle of that down. today? You full of that today? All I'm right. just feeling saucy. You know what I mean? Feeling sassy and saucy. Feeling full of sarsaparilla. Oh, boy. <laughs> yep, All right, old man. Could be you guys fun. ready? Yes. <laughs> yeah, um, wow. I went so your vote really today. counts. My vote really does count. And I will just tell you, it was a very different voting experience than I've had in Utah. Like, I, I pulled up, but, like, I get out of my truck. And it's like, this guy, like, beelines to me, sees me getting out of my truck. And he's like, that guy's one of my people. And, like, comes marching <laughs> over. And he's in his cowboy boots and his Wranglers and everything. And shakes my hand with a nice firm handshake like they do in the country, you know, yeah, and hands me a card. And he's like, I'd like to suggest you vote for these people, right? And I'm like, hey, cool, dude. You know, like we're best friends now. And then this other group comes to accost me, like to tell me I'm voting wrong. And it's like, you guys are all just judging me. Like, I voted like a week did ago. Did you though. wear a sticker? It only happened if you wore a sticker and took a picture oh, for Instagram. No, so. man, I did it a week ago. I just told there you. There you I go. Filled out, I filled out my ballot and mailed it in. As Still did I. on my chest. Oh, look at you. Well, you better make that um, your uh, profile pic. So. <laughs> Love you guys. All right, man. All right. Bye. Bye. Uh, bye. Bye. Bye.